from digitiki.com. One million dollars, Mr. Bond. You were wondering what it cost. As a matter of fact, I was. A unique feat of engineering, if I may say so, I designed it myself. When trouble comes, you'll find us at a very small and naked little island. An expendable little island, Mr. Bond. Welcome to the Quiet Village. Okay, that song gave you just a little bit of a heads up about what we are doing. That, of course, and the intro snippets. We are doing, uh, I guess what we'll call the spy jazz. Uh, or, or well, because I did crime jazz. So we'll just call this spy jazz or, spy jazz. or crime jazz volume two. And I'm here with the authority on it. And I must say the authority. David, now I want to say your name right. Broussal. Broussal. Okay. I, I called you David Browsel. I know, and that's okay. That was fine. <laughs> Broussal. Now, he runs a website, and you better grab your pad and pen because you're going to want to jot this down. It's um, Spybop Royale, and Royale is with an E on the end. Spyboproyale.com, and he has the most impressive collection of spy records and uh, record covers and information about the records. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to basically, we're going to mine your, your, uh, we're going to mine you for all these uh, wonderful tidbits of spy jazz. It's a deal. It's a deal. (laughs) So welcome to the quiet village. Thank you. It's beautiful here on your island. Thank you. We've got our, we've got our Mai Tais. Makes it even more beautiful. And we might have a couple more before we're done. So we'll try not to slur our speech too much. But um, now, first of all. I'm just impressed by your website because when I went up there, there were so many album covers. And when I saw them, I didn't know most of them existed. And then I wanted every single one of them. So what got you into spy jazz? Uh, I think it was just growing up in the 60s. You know, you had Mm -hmm. Bond, Batman, the Beatles. And uh, just the idea, you know, you love spy shows, Man from Uncle, you get smart, all this. But what always hit me was... You know, the cars were cool, the clothes were cool, everything was cool, but everybody had their own theme song, and they lived life with somebody accompanying them, you know, any any little thing you did, it had a piece of music that went with it, and I loved the music, and to me that's what made each one of the characters the character, and I, I, uh, I guess I just, when I could find something, I remember my first paper route, you know, first, first couple of 
paychecks or whatever went to a couple of Bond soundtracks, and you could pick things up at a 49-cent special back then. And yeah. So. You got some really impressive, impressive uh, tunes. For those of you who have heard the Crime Jazz episode, and those of you who haven't, go listen to it. Um, we did a whole episode here at Quiet Village on crime jazz, and spy jazz, of course, was kind of an offshoot, of course, with the Bond and all that stuff. And then we did the, the two-episode, two-and-a-half episode, music of Bond and all of that stuff. So um, spy jazz was really big in the 60s, and it's kind of, along with tiki and mid-century stuff, it's kind of making a comeback. Back, back then, it had a great silly factor, and now they're very serious, which is fine. You know, Bond sort of brought the spy thing to the U.S., and then you had Man from U.N.C.L.E., which actually Ian Fleming, who wrote the Bond books, had something to do with Man from U.N.C.L.E. Uh, I didn't know that. I think the name Napoleon Solo he came up with. Uh, you know, and there was Get Smart, there's all this stuff. But in Europe, the more I tracked down the music, the more I realized just how many films... It, there are literally thousands. Not really? Thousands of spy films. And they just whipped them out in a, a matter of weeks... And uh, they, they would be the second feature here in the United States on a double bill with something, I guess. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to see, I wasn't allowed to see James Bond movies when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, the scores seemed to be whipped out just as fast. And these scores, some of them were just done by a little combo. Some of them were full orchestra. Uh, but the Euro thing, the Euro spy thing was huge. Just not over here, I don't think. We're learning something here. And I sat behind you. <laughs> on a bus. On a bus. We were going to, it was a field trip to. A, it's a Chinese restaurant in Ventura. Yes, right? that is no longer there. It, I forget the name of it. We met on the bus. You turned around and introduced yourself. And, and uh, by that time, you had sent me some Bond tracks. Yeah, we traded emails a couple of, well, I think. I heard you were doing the Bond show, or yes. maybe you'd done one, and I can't remember, but I figured, oh, I'd probably have something he might be interested in. Yeah, you sent me some really cool versions of, of including, I think you sent me a marching band version Yes, of, of, of uh, Casino Royale. Something. There's a couple of marching band Bond tunes very, out there. Very, very cool. So you brought a whole lot of stuff, and what are we going to play? All right, well, what occurred to me is that... Uh, Spy mu movies, they're always traveling around the world going to fun... So it's a kind of exotica. There's always the Middle Eastern tune and the this tune and the that tune. <laughs> they, there aren't any musical references for, for Polynesia. There's a lot of um, the Caribbean and that sort of thing. I found one from a, movie, uh, from a show, a TV show called Man from Interpol uh, that has a Hawaiian flavor. But a lot of the other pieces sound like someone was trying to copy Les Baxter. Someone was trying to copy this. And maybe, this being the, uh, the, the Quiet Village, we should start with a few of those. Okay, let's do it. All right.
about that last track first. Well, the last one is called Bobo and Ali, and they were the henchmen in a spy film that a lot of people probably overlook, but there was actually a feature film called A Man or The Man Called Flintstone. <laughs> the Man Called Flintstone. Even Fred Flintstone was a spy. That's right. It's a Hanna-Barbera soundtrack. Yes, it is. And, it's, a, and it's very exotica. I think so, yeah. I think that's great stuff. Very cool. And okay, and before that... Search for Vulcan, but this was a cover version done by Ray Barreto. And I didn't know anything about this album, and now I'm dying to get it. And it's all Bond. He, he covered a bunch of Bond tunes. It's called Senor 007. Just absolute gold from beginning to end. That is amazing. I want that album. Uh, then, let's see, did we have Regan? Reagan? R- yeah. That's the kind of wild-sounding one. And before that, Astasi d'Amour, which is from a film called The Black Box Affair. There are literally thousands of spy films done in Europe during the 60s. See, and, that, uh, that, I'm just amazed. I had no idea. Well, as I understand it, a lot of these only played as maybe the second feature in a drive-in or something. Yeah. But some of them, well, we had a lot of American actors go over and, and do these things. Oh, really? Yeah, and in fact... Uh, one of the ones we're probably going to listen to later, maybe we should talk about it now, mm-hmm. is, uh, and I can't remember his name right now, <laughs> Dag Nabbit. Let's talk about who? <laughs> um, because there were actually, you know, Bond is a series that goes on. Right. There were actually series, serieses, serieses. of films. <laughs> uh, you had the OSS 11.7 series. You had uh, the Dick Molloy series, who I guess was 077. All the titles of these films. Oh, seven, seven. There's 2007. There's 077. There's OSS 117. They all had a combination of, of, of those they, numbers or they the were words. Piggybacking on the Bond yeah. phrase, yeah. Or the words Operation 7 and Gold were always in the title. Uh. Anyway, he did a series. They're really fun. Uh, and the best one is probably Operation Lady Chaplin which maybe we should play now. Yeah. So Operation Lady Chaplin uh, is a pretty obscure 45. The film actually came out on DVD recently. Okay. Uh, But the 45 was only released in Brazil, I think. Really? (laughs) And I I just stumbled across a copy, and it's sung by Bobby Solo, who was billed as the Italian Elvis. Okay. Let's do a chunk of Eurospy here. All right. So so let's start out with that track you were just talking about. Operation Lady Chaplin. Operation Lady Chaplin. Very bombastic, big blowout kind of thing. Me, I love 
right. So, okay, you have to tell me about that last one because bef- while, while that was playing, you were telling me all about it. So you got to – All right. You probably noticed the chorus was OK Connery. Uh, that is from a film called Operation Kid Brother. I think it also goes under the name 007. But it actually stars <laughs> Neil Connery as the spy hero. Neil Connery is Sean Connery's little brother. And the Italians grabbed him and made a really good, goofy spy movie. Uh, it's got Bernard Lee, who is M in the Bond series, playing essentially the M part. It's got Lois Maxwell, who was Moneypenny, essentially that, playing Moneypenny. Just wonderful. What, uh, what amazes me is that Eon Productions let them do that. Uh, I've read here and there that there were some issues, and even Mr. Connery had issues with his brother for doing it, but... <laughs> We're glad they did it. It has Daniela Bianchi from From Russia with Love. Wow. Who appeared in like seven billion other spy films in Italy. And, oh, well, who's the bad guy in Thunderball? Uh, Adolfo Celli. Right. He's in it as the bad guy. It's just, if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. That's pretty interesting. Okay, now, the, now the, the track before that. Diamante Swing is just a groovy little cut from uh, a film... Uh, the American title is Your Turn to Die and before that we heard Operation Lady Chaplin sung by Bobby Solo the Italian Elvis from a a (laughs) Ken Clark film very nice I love it I am learning a whole bunch of new stuff and I absolutely love it but you're killing me because now I'm thinking I gotta go find all these records and I've noticed that you've got some of these marked as 45s and whatnot. so I'm assuming not all of this stuff is just out on LPs that's easy to find. It's uh, no. pretty rare, right? Yeah, a lot of a lot some movies had a, an entire soundtrack. In fact, the Italian soundtracks were released in limited editions of like 100. Oh god. And so it's really hard to find those, but the good news is in the last 5 or 10 years a lot of them have come out on CD. Really? In in America or in Europe? Uh, in Europe. Uh-huh. Beat Records seem to come out with uh, one every two months now, it seems, which is, they just know I'm going to buy it, I guess. Uh, but a lot of things only had a 45 released, um, and maybe not even released at the time, but they'll show up on somebody's compilation album now. Uh, or digitally. You know, how do you know to look for these things online? Right. Yeah. That's the thing I've noticed, especially, you know, with Tiki music or, or Exotica and a lot of these older genres. And I guess it would be the same with soundtracks and everything. There's not much fanfare when they come out. They just come out and especially a lot of them are limited edition and then they're gone. And then, you know, you find out about them later on and by that time they're already really collectible. It's Some of these CDs have already, uh, you know gone for big bucks on the collector's market because a lot of them seem to be there must be some legal angle with releasing like uh, an edition of 500 or less yeah and uh, because they're 500 or less they disappear and then they're just ebay fodder expensive ebay fodder yes crime jazz and spy jazz they're all little subgenres. now there's even a subgenre of those and that's animated spy jazz oh, kid right shows we were talking you were talking about all the animated spy shows right yeah the 60s uh again just a fantastic time to be a you know adolescent or a little boy tons of great stuff you had uh well let's do some let's do uh okay. what are we open with johnny quest johnny Qu- i remember johnny quest i don't remember all the other ones you mentioned but let's uh let's start with a johnny quest tune how about okay. that tell me about this track before we play it Okay, well, do you want to hear the the rare one? Yes, let's hear the rare one. Uh, Most people who were around then are familiar with the Johnny Quest theme, but there was a record that came out, and it's pretty much an adventure. It's a... Like a story record? Yes, and it's Johnny Quest in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And and Johnny and and, uh, Haji and Race go down in a little submarine, and they get attacked by a giant squid, right? (laughs) So... On the f- there was a 45, which was just the story, but there was a full-length LP where they added a version of the Johnny Quest theme, which obviously is going for the spy kind of sound. So uh, that's this one. Hoyt Curtin was the composer of all the uh, Johnny Quest stuff, and I guess that's what we'll lead off with, and then we'll go into some other good spy kid shows. All right, here we go.
too. What a squirrel. He's got the country in a world. What's his name? Shh, secret squirrel. He's got tricks up his sleeve. Most bad guys won't believe. A bulletproof coat, a cannon hat, machine gun cane with, with a rat tat 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 tat. By foreign spies, his disguise. Takes him many places, he's a squirrel of many faces. Who's that? Ugh. Who's that? Who's that? So do you want to talk about that whole set of, uh, I Kitty guess, shows? kid spy jazz, right? All right. So the first one was Johnny Quest. Then we had Secret Squirrel, because once, I wonder if that's 1966. 1966 was sort of a, 
a moment in the spy world where everything was a spy. Everything was a spy. <laughs> so Secret Squirrel. Uh, then, now these are a little earlier, but in England there were these uh, great shows with marionettes. Fireball XL5 is the first one I remember, an old black and white one wow. where they're in space having adventures. But Stingray. Stingray, uh, it's, Stingray is the name of a submarine. Okay. And they protected the world from these uh, alien underwater races. And the second song, Aqua Marina, Marina was an Atlantean. She was from Atlantis. Ooh. And somewhere along the line they saved her. And uh, there was a curse on the Atlanteans. And if they ever spoke, somebody would die. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> but that's why she was. She was... She had big, beautiful eyes, full lips, just a beautiful one. She could swim and breathe underwater, and she couldn't speak. The perfect woman. In in I I didn't say it. I did not uh, say that. I did not say that either. That's the Mai Tai's talking. We've we've already we're on our second already. Indeed. Anyway, just great stuff musically. Great stuff musically. Saturday cool. morning, everybody was a spy. Suddenly, everyone was a, everyone was a spy on every show. There was a show called Amos Burke. Uh, and I think he was a, a police lieutenant in L.A. But the second or third season, suddenly Amos Burke was a secret agent. It was Amos Burke's secret agent. Um, we had Get Smart. We had Man From U.N.C.L.E. We had, God knows, everybody was a spy in the 60s. And the, the, the Saint? Oh, The Saint. The, oh, I don't know what, IT, yeah, what ITC stands for, but whenever you saw ITC come on your TV, you knew it was going to be a great adventure show. The Saint, Secret Agent... Um, both seasons of Secret Agent, maybe we'll get into that. Uh, the Prisoner, all that stuff. Anything from England was just like gold back then. Yeah. It's amazing. There's so much stuff. I had no idea. Do you want to hear some yes. Saint and Secret Agent? Yeah, that? let's do some, some British spy. Indeed. All right, we'll do some British spy that isn't Bond. Right? Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go.
there's a stranger chance he takes odds are he won't live to see tomorrow secret agent man secret agent man they've given you a number and taken away your name beware the pretty faces that you find Their face can hide an evil mind. Oh, be careful what you say, or you can give yourself away. Odds are you won't live to see tomorrow.
Okay, so now you have to tell us about all of those tracks because there were some really interesting tracks. There's an interesting story on those tracks. Well, kind of interesting. Uh, we started with The Saint. That was Edwin Astley. And everybody, I think, remembers Roger Moore as The Saint. Right. After that, we heard Danger Man. Now, in America, we had a show called Secret Agent Man, which was an English show with Patrick McGowan as a character named John Drake. Uh it started in England as a half-hour show, and it was called Danger Man. And he worked, I think, for the UN, mm-hmm. United Nations. He was sort of a special agent for the United Nations. It ran for a while, I guess got canceled, but when all the Bond stuff started, they brought it back as an hour-long show. And in England, it had that harpsichord theme, uh, but when they brought the show to America, they figured, well, that's a little subtle for Americans. Let's <laughs> give them a twangy guitar, spy-sounding uh, song. So they gave him Secret Agent Man, and that was Johnny Rivers performing Secret Agent Man. He didn't do it on the show, but he had the the hit that was on the radio. Um, now, Patrick McGowan became such a popular star at the time, he was given uh, free reign to create whatever kind of show he wanted and do it, and he wrote a show called The Prisoner. Now, The Prisoner has a, a huge geek following. It's just the greatest thing ever. Uh, it was about 1969, very cool. But the I version no we idea. heard, yeah, the version we heard is this, they tried to release a pop version of it at mm-hmm. the time, and that's what we heard. It's a very, very rare 45, so I thought your listeners might appreciate that. Okay, well, I hate to say it. No. But our Mai Tais are empty. Yours is almost empty. This is our second Mai Tai. My second Mai Tai is empty. And that means we've come to the end of another episode here at the Quiet Village. My daughters are screaming in the background. I can hear her talking. Um but you're going to leave us with a special track. Tell, tell, tell me about this track now. Okay. Propeller Heads are this oh. uh, couple of guys who do these great remixes. I mean, great remixes. Yeah. A lot of time, remixes are a little... They've done eh. a couple of Bond remixes. Yes, they have. And this is indeed a Bond remix. You'll know who it is, and you'll know what it is. But it is, it'll be a wonderful surprise. So we're going to leave you with the Propeller Heads remixed version of... Well, you'll have to just wait and find out. Until next time, I want to remind you that you can go to the Quiet Village at any time by visiting digitiki.com and you can click on the radio button where you can listen to Quiet Village Radio 24-7, Tiki Music 24-7. You click on the podcast button, you get a complete rundown of all the tracks on this and all past podcasts. So now I'm going to leave you with... I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. We're going to leave you with the mystery track. Until next time, everyone, aloha. Aloha and mahalo. Mahalo.